0: Ladies, 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 how are you doing? I hope you are well. I am so excited for you to hear my conversation with Benedicta, who's from Ratio Finances, as we speak about budgeting, saving and investing and our mindset towards it. Check it out. How are you? I am fine, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us. We are talking about finances. I'll just kind of give you an insight to why i want to talk about finances i think personally for me um as a woman i'm being very transparent when i was younger finances finances wasn't always a priority for me if i'm being honest with you it wasn't at the forefront of my mind and i think for me later on in life i started to think about it a lot more i started to research on it a lot more I started to realize how much your mindset towards finances is very important um, in terms of what you're trying to execute. And I started to realize that it's something we should all be aware about and have knowledge on it. And that's why I kind of wanted to speak with you about it from savings to investments. And, you know, there's a lot of advice out there, if I'm honest with you. And I think sometimes people are just like, who do i listen to who do i not listen to and financial freedom it does that mm-hmm. exist is, is, is <laughs> can we get access to that <laughs> you know um and just discuss it so i guess kind of tell us about yourself what you do and we can go from there yes so i'm benedicta as many people already know founder of benny ratio finances I'm a qualified accountant, I work in finance, I've been working in finance my whole career basically. Um, I've worked in government, I work in private sector now, Um, but Benny Rachel Finances is the heart of what I do all day, every day. Um, I can talk finances from now till next year, no challenges. Um, I think, to be fair, I feel like God just put it on my heart um, to just be a voice in this area. And... um, For me, what I love or what I focus on with finances is helping everyday people. I sit in boardrooms, I sit in meetings with people that have budgets that you can't even, the calculator cannot carry the number. Um, But the truth of the matter is those projects, don't get me wrong, yeah, they do help a lot of people and all of that, but the satisfaction that you get um, with doing a large project, um compared with the satisfaction of helping just one single individual sort out their personal finance is different. You know, in the rooms with in the boardrooms with all the big numbers and the big, you know, whatever, n- no one has the personal responsibility. If something goes wrong, there's so much money that we can cover up for it anyway and more money will come. But 20 pounds can be like, you know, someone's lifeline for example, or a thousand pounds can be someone's lifeline. And when you help them to even just manage their day-to-day salary, you know, it has uh, more of an impact. And so that's what Vini Ratio Finances is all about. It's all about helping the individual, not just with their personal finance, but also even with business finance, because many of us are desiring to do better and be better. And like you said, 2020 is um, was a curveball of a year. So many yeah. people are trying to get into new things. Um, and then it's like, I have a passion. I'm good at this. I'm good at that. And then it's like, now you're telling me I need to start my finances, I need to do accounting, I need to speak to HMRC, what is all that about? Like, so it's just about trying to bring everything from this high level and from this, you know, mysterious cloud back down to earth and just make it in simple, simple English. So that's me, Benedicta, that's what I do. Amazing, I think one of the key things I love that you said is that you're trying to reach everyday people. I think sometimes there can be this myth where when it comes to finances, the knowledge is not easy to get access to, you know, mm. or you need to pay someone who's a bit high up to break it down for you. But I think the fact that you explained that you really want to reach everyday people is inspiring. Um, I kind of want to share a bit about my story in terms of finances and how I kind of yeah. learned things, and and I guess from there, I would love to kind of get your advice on where I flopped, where I <laughs> did well. <laughs> um, so I guess for me, kind of starting in university, I remember having student overdrafts and I saw that as, whoo, I'm seeing these numbers in my account. There's no interest, you know, <laughs> enjoyment. And I remember just, just always purchasing. Um, I was always buying things. Um, I'm a foodie, so I was always buying food, um, buying like, like iPhone or Macbook or things like that. But for some reason I had the mindset that I have a long time to pay this money back, you know? And so time was going on. I remember getting a letter from the bank saying, okay, Baby girl, you're no longer a student. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so we need to collect our coins. And if it's not paid by a certain time, we need to add a few interest to that. Exactly. And that was probably one of the first moments where I was like, I never really took that into account. You know, I think even when we get our student loan, you kind of see it as, oh, this is money I have, but you don't really register actually. This is money that's going to have to be paid back later on down the line. um i remember even just as i got older i remember like when i purchased my car i didn't pay for it by cash i actually did it by finance Mm -hmm. and i remember just when i was paying it off i think that's when i realized I think that was the biggest purchase I ever took out. And I really realized, right, you have to make sure you don't miss your payments. Like, this is what they want to take from you each month. Make sure that money's into your account. So, yeah. you know, yeah. when I was going out with my friends, I had to remember make sure you have this amount left over in your account mm-hmm. because when they collect it, you don't want to first of all you don't even want to go into overdraft and second of all if you don't make that payment they then add interest and yeah. you can't be calling up crying to and saying i'm so yeah. sorry i missed my payment please can <laughs> you show me a bit of grace they're looking at you like but did you nope. not sign this contract this did you not it. read what was expected of you how to miss it. this payment and i think just growing up if i'm being honest with you finances um it wasn't a topic we spoke about in the family if i'm being honest with you i think mm-hmm. a lot of the times um i just saw it as mum was working um we're living in our home so something must be getting paid for i didn't realize that loans were being taken out i didn't realize things were being borrowed and i think as i got older um it really made me question how do i want my life to pan out at the beginning i would say of 2018 i really said to myself like i want to be financially free you know mm. i want to make sure i'm on top of my finances i want to make sure that if i'm going on holidays because i can afford to go on holiday it's not because i'm just gonna go and then when i come back i'm gonna figure out how i'm gonna pay this off you know i feel That's like that... a lot of people do a lot <laughs> of people do that i have like honestly like my I have heard so many stories and this is not these stories I don't tell them to call people out I tell them because people can relate to stories I've heard stories of people having for example go typical one the wedding and the 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 the, the five star honeymoon and then you come back and you don't have a job so what on earth were you doing in Barbados in yeah. sandals on five star you know doing things and not thinking about the full cost just thinking about that two-week holiday or thinking about that one thing that you're gonna buy and all of that not thinking about the full term and like you say a lot of us especially in the african community and um, black uh you know caribbean african community our parents if i'm honest one of the things i always say is that they have come from a system a cash-based system right there's pride in when you build your house you've built it with your own hard-earned cash when you buy a car you know paid with cash And then you come into an economy where they offer you things and it's like, oh, yeah, you're, you know, you can have access to a a thousand pound overdraft. Oh, yes, there's this credit card. Oh, yes, you can buy this. Yes, You can buy that. A lot of our parents did things that they didn't understand. If I'm honest, they did things that they didn't understand. And then, like you say, maybe when it's too late, that's when it's now like, oh, my gosh, I'm drowning in this debt. Or some of them, even till now, still don't even see it as a problem. Oh, well, they gave it to me. It's not like I stole it. They gave it to me and I used it to buy my sofa, whatever it was. But um, like you say, just making, I think the key thing is making a choice. Because you said you sat down in 2018, like, I want to be financially free. It all starts with that choice. Like, do I want to do how my mom has done or my dad or whoever it is, auntie, uncle? Or do I want to do it differently? Um, I think that's so important, which links in with the mindset thing. Yeah. So I I guess my first question for you is how does one how should one's mindset be towards finances how would you say one should um prepare their mindset in terms of dealing with finances so i would say um number one which we talked about a minute ago is the choice yeah you have a choice there's nothing in this life that is compulsory nothing is compulsory you can choose to be rich quote and unquote you can choose to be free you can choose to be in debt you can choose to, and I know some people will pull me up on that. You can choose, it's a choice. When they when they come to you with a credit card or a loan or a car on finance, you say yes or no. You know, you can walk away. <laughs> yeah. You can actually say, do you know what? Actually, I don't wanna go, I don't wanna take out a loan for my car, so I'm not gonna do it. It's a choice. First of all, I think that's the first mindset. Nothing is compulsory. Don't get me wrong. I know that situations in life can happen, which mean that maybe, you know, you're, you feel like you're being forced down a different direction, for example, if you had like a sick parent or a sick sibling or whatever, and you you know they needed life changing or life you know whatever treatment to help them or whatever, maybe you had to take out loans or someone's died you know funerals and all of that, I know that can push you down a certain way, but even then, some people will not like what I will say, even then it is a still a choice. you still choose to take out the funeral costs on a loan it's yeah. a choice um there are definitely uh more simpler cheaper ways to do things um and i think that's the first thing the other thing i would say is that anything is possible so for me working with numbers i have a very mathematical mindset the number one can still be divided into two you think that it's one thing but from a mathematical point of view you can divide it into two and it's not point five And even the 0.5 can be divided into two and it's 0.25. You can keep on dividing (laughs) it. So anything is possible. You can add it this way, take it away that way. So that's the kind of mindset that I have, that anything is possible. But anything being possible still has to be within the constraints of reason. and within. So the same way anything is possible, i.e. you can take out bare loans, take out bare credit cards, live your five-star Dubai life, go for it. It's possible. You can do it. But you can also live a life where you don't have all of that debt or you don't have financial pressures. That's what I told myself. I remember when I started, like you, I think many people start with the whole student loan thing because it's the first time you leave the house you've got your own money in your name, in your bank account. That has nothing to do with your parents. You're responsible for yourself and what you buy and all of that kind of stuff. It's the first time. And then all of a sudden the bank is talking to you about a student credit card and overdraft, and you're just thinking, wow, this is amazing. Let's go for it. You know, that's the first time, but I had student overdrafts as well, but I made a decision like he was like do you know what i don't like seeing my account in minus and i don't want to see it in minus anymore and i made the decision i remember i did a budget and i was like this is for this this is for that this is for that and by the way if my budget goes over or so for example let's say i've said i was going to put 50 pound petrol and it comes to the end of the month and i don't have enough money or to buy the petrol i'd have to go into minus well that's the end of that i ain't going Mm -hmm. it's a choice because i don't want to be in my overdraft so Mm -hmm. i think having that mindset of anything is possible works both ways it's possible for me to not be in my overdraft so i'm going to make sure that i do everything possible so that i'm not in it and if that means saying no um you know changing things living a different lifestyle not buying expensive things like everybody else Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff then i'm going to do that so i think that's the other mindset that you need to make that you need to have you know understand that anything is possible so whatever goal you set yourself it is possible and The other thing I would say for mindset, it is okay to say no. I think there's a phrase that's going around on the internet that no is a complete sentence. No, (laughs) You don't have to add anything. Yeah. It is a complete sentence. Yeah. Do you want to come and do this? How much is it? Actually, no, I don't want to. It's complete. You don't have to add anything. It's full, that's okay. And the reason why, and no, and I say that no, not to, (laughs) not just, not just to, people outside but even to yourself mm. even to yourself and i think that's it because it's easy to talk about oh you know friends that want you to spend or keeping up with the Joneses or all of that stuff starts from yourself when you can't say no to yourself again that's when you end up in challenges mm. no is a complete sentence even to yourself we're not doing yeah. that i'm not spending on that i don't want to do that that's going to put me in a bad situation no yeah. no 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 go to can, can you just take a moment and practice saying no no okay <laughs> just say the word. what you no. said is so true um i feel like we have to be so careful um not to be influenced by others in terms of how we handle our finances and i'll give mm-hmm. an example um i am very calculated so if a friend invites me out to a birthday dinner okay and says hey Han, i i'm about to celebrate my 25th my 30th my 40th whatever right I'm going to be there as your friend. I'm going to show up. I'm a to cheerlead you on, okay? Now, before I get there, and let's say there's no set menu, right? I am checking the menu on the website. I have yeah. calculated what yeah. I am getting for my starter, what I am getting <laughs> for my main, what That's I am getting way. for my dessert, and what I'm getting for my drink. Yeah. And I think what I find so funny is when it's now time to pay, it's kind of like so we all just gonna split the bill and i'm kind of like no ma'am because when you invited me you said hey this is the website check it out there was exactly. no arrangement with we're gonna split the bill so i've had to be quite um real and just say i'm really sorry but i ordered this and I can't split the bill and pay more than what i ordered my i do you know what i do i I, in those situations and i'm not even that kind of i'm not a cash person but when i go out to group dinners i will have cash and like you say like you say i've figured out how much i'm going to spend or even if i figured it out there i have my cash do you know what i'll do i might even spend 17 pounds 18 pounds i will put my 20 pounds on the table Whatever you decide that you want to do with that, if you want to put it in your pocket, if you want to whatever, that is your business. I have paid my bill. I've even given you the, the service charge, put in an extra two pound, three pounds, whatever to cover yeah. it. That way there's no argument. I am Girl. not. And just back to the no situation, I am not. I'm not sharing. I'm not splitting nothing. You've just helped me. From now on, I'm going to be rolling with cash. No more car. <laughs> no more tapping. This, this is, is the it. exact amount. This is what I'm paying for. This is the strategy that people use. They'll be ordering drinks upon drinks upon drinks, knowing, mm. well, it's going to be split anyway. So I'll pay less. No, no ma'am. Bro. No, ma'am. <laughs> I am paying for what I plan to pay for. This is it. And I think what you said is so true. Learning the learning the power behind the word no because mm-hmm. i mean i'm gonna be honest sometimes we can be influenced by our society you know if we're yeah. going on a holiday for example and let's say we have planned what we're gonna go to and then we go there and then let's say someone's like oh i don't have enough money can i borrow from you i mean there's there's a certain limit but baby girl we didn't plan for this i mean we should have all known can we all afford to go to the dominican Isn't republic and, and spend this Isn't amount it? if not we need to stay at home because i think we need when it comes to finances like let's not come back from holidays now trying to scramble where to find the money we need to plan before yeah. we even go yeah. so yeah. I, I think yeah. what you said about the power of saying no is so true it's so mm -hmm. true and i think one of the things that we have to remember as well and this goes into mindset which links into friendship and circles and all of that when you realize that some people think it's okay like you said to go somewhere know that they don't have enough money to pay yeah eat drink do whatever (laughs) and somehow try to wangle their way out like obviously you and i we wouldn't do that that's not the kind of thing we would do yeah. but best believe that there are people that will do that and they've seen nothing wrong with it in fact they'll go and even be the ones to be taking the most pictures and posting the most on the ground when you realize that people are like that you would defend yourself because otherwise you become their victim and so you can't always afford to treat everybody or think that everybody is you know has the same mindset as you which goes into the whole circle thing because if you're in the Mm. right circle and people understand your values and they're and we're all trying to do the same thing the thing Mm. that you've just told me i'm not going to try and put it on you it's different if i then say oh no i'm going to cover this or whatever yeah that's different but if for as long as i know that you're my friend you're my sister whoever you are you're on your own journey i'm on my own journey we're not going to be having challenges about splitting the bill or me trying to make you pay for my drink or do you know what i mean like if you're in the wrong circle and you're with people that are doing that kind of stuff yeah i definitely think they they would need to do some changing (laughs) yeah um i want to talk about savings uh very i think with 2020 and the way the whole year has panned out i think savings is something that people have had to really think about Wow, have I have I been saving? How much should mm. I be saving? Mm. Is it worth saving? I mean, I'm just mm. with you. Um, I I I like to save, but my interest rate is not doing anything for me right now. And I think sometimes you can feel a bit discouraged. Like, is there any point putting this money into a bank account to be getting 0.00 something interest rate? So I kind of want to hear this this, from you. The challenge saving. there is that. If you think that savings is to make you money that's where the problem is saving is not to make you money saving is to cover for a rainy day or a bright day and <laughs> cover for the things that we want to pay for so for me personally even when the economy was not the way it was even when i was at, at uni or whatever i never saved because of the interest rate i have never saved or opened up a savings account because they're gonna offer me naught point whatever percentage they decide that day i open up a savings account because i want to put my own money away for myself to fund my own life and fund my own purchases so what i put there is what i'm planning to get out if they decide me to give if they decide to give me an extra one pound extra 50p glory be to god we'll use that to buy ice cream but i'm not saving because of that if we're talking about interest rates I'm um, trying to make a return on the, your money. That's investing, and that's a completely different thing. So even with being an investor and trying to get good returns, you should not be investing if you don't have savings. I'm sorry to say, because say investing, you can actually lose all your money. Yeah. And if you lose all your money, where does you know what you're gonna do? And that's where savings comes in. Same way, you can lose your job, you can lose your income, but it's what you've piled up that will be available for you to use in the future. So if they like, give me 0.5 percent. Give me 20 percent. i was never saving because of that anyway i was saving because it's the right thing to do and i'm trying to protect myself so i think that's that's what i would say on saving um yeah the interest rates are rubbish but it doesn't it doesn't i don't think that that's an excuse to not save mm. so in terms of like for example let's say you're getting a yearly salary in terms of percentage how much would you advise that people should be putting away and obviously everyone's circumstances are different some people they may still live at home some people Mm. maybe they're married and they're and they're living with a partner um some people they're living on their own sometimes emergencies happen and Mm -hmm. you know it's hard to say how what sort of percentage would you say people should be putting aside So I'm going to break everything that you might know already about percentages. I don't do percentages when it comes to saving. It's nice to have the concept of, oh, yeah, you should save about 20%. But actually, I'm not in your life. Just like you said, some people live at home. In fact, they should be saving 50% of their salary with no excuses. Some people have to live away from home. Some people live in London. Some people live outside London. I cannot tell you that you must save 20% or you must save 10% or you must save 15%. For me, I think what you need to do is do a budget. Do a budget and see the absolute ex- the absolute um, expenditure items that you have to pay for. And then you can do your savings. So for me, I do, when it comes to savings, I have different types of savings. So I have uh, what I call a minimum savings amount. A minimum savings amount is like, I have two of them. One of them is just this random account that I put £10 in to every month. That's just because. Just because, yeah? And then I have another one, which is minimum, which is like, okay, I just put £50 in there. Again, just because. Just for the sake of it, never to be touched then we have the proper savings where it's like okay no we want to be saving roughly about 500 pound a month or we want to be saving 200 pound a month um you know whatever that number may be but then i also have savings for for example my car insurance and um car expenses so we'll save a bit in there whether that's 100 pound 150 pound i have savings for holiday anniversary we'll save another 100 another 50 pounds a day i have savings i have a property that i rent out people things break i have to pay for a new toilet tomorrow cost 170 pounds i save for that so for me it's about okay what other things that i might need to pay for in the future Mm -hmm. that's one aspect and so i know that roughly every time i go to service my car do my mot do the whole works maybe i spend about three to four five hundred pounds a month i mean at a go a-, 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 a year. So then I can split that out and say, okay, if I save roughly about £60 a month, the next time it's due, it should cover me. Do you yes. get what I mean? So that's one way of doing it. And then the other aspects where I say, actually, no, I think for how much we're earning, it would be good if our expenses are let's say we earn a salary of two thousand and our expenses are one thousand that means we've got one thousand left to play with one thousand for like food one thousand for like the flexible the nice type things you know the nice things that you don't have to to expend so i say to myself okay if i have to absolutely spend a thousand pounds and i've got a thousand pounds left then actually i want to then be saving a proportion of that and i think it would be good for me to save about 200 pounds however that 200 pounds is you know maybe for the long run so i also have things like flexible savings and long-term savings so mm-hmm. long-term savings is like you know maybe we want to buy a house or you want to something big you know for the long term just to know that we've always got money available but then i have flexible. we also have flexible savings where it's like oh a sibling has asked for something or it's someone's birthday and we just want to you know take some money out to pay for the you know for the gift or pay for the trip or whatever that's kind of how i do i don't do percentages okay nice what would you then say is the difference between savings and investment and when do you feel like the right time is for people to look at investing i think once you have a good um a good um what you call it a good savings pot so for example if you have at least if you've got I wouldn't i don't want to put a number on it because people quote you but if you know that you have enough savings that you're comfortable that if something happened tomorrow that you need to pay for out of the blue you would be able to pay for it so let's say for the average salary earner let's say you earn i don't know 25k or something a, a, a year you should have at least one thousand pounds worth of savings an emergency fund that's to cover You know any crazy things that just happen and you might need to access money quickly once you have that i would then say you can start looking into investing and remember the savings is not because you're trying to get profit the savings is just to cover you for the future if anything happens and then the investing is where you're now trying to make your money work for you you're trying to multiply it you're trying to see okay if i put in 100 pound how much will i get if i put 200 if i put a thousand you know how much can i get that's when we start looking at profit and like i say with say with investment there is always risk which is why you have to have your savings so that heaven forbid you lost all your money in investment you're yeah. still able to have something to fall back on yeah so so good so so good